Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome everybody to Pick and Roll. This is your NBA betting show on the board YouTube channel where we go through free picks for the NBA slate every single weekday we also will be continuing on with this show throughout the start of the playoffs at the very least which are i mean playing tournament is just a week away at this point so excited for some great basketball and we have a loaded slate to work with for today you find yourself enjoying the show along the way please be sure to hit that like button and subscribe to the channel and also make sure you're following us on twitter at the board hq so you can stay up to date with all the content that we have planned for the playoffs it may not follow the exact same schedule that we've been doing throughout the regular season. So uh, we would appreciate if you followed there. So you always know any updates on the show. But I hope everybody had a great weekend and a little bit of a long weekend for us. Took yesterday off from the picks because there was no NBA games. However, there is an educational video that I posted on the channel if you want to go check that out. But let's get into our show. So uh, as we normally do on the show we start off with the recap of the previous day's plays we go into then the official plays of the day and then we finish off with some discussion pieces so let's go to the recap of friday's bet so it's been some time i don't i don't quite remember all the games as they happened but uh here we have our bet stamp profile 125 wins to 96 losses on the season 5.3 percent roi and a two in one day unfortunately the one loss came as a result of Shea Gillis Alexander being made healthy, despite uh, it seeming that he was not going to play, which didn't give Jalen Williams the touches that he needed to go over this line. But Pips, uh, your overall thoughts on the slate and the bets? Yeah, it's been quite some time, unfortunately, to Jalen Williams because it's not that uh, Shea was questionable or even doubtful; he was ruled out for the game, and then. Lately, later after the show, one hour later, they had him questionable. Uh, every time the player is goes from ruled out to questionable, he's playing. So yeah, it, it also Jalen Williams had foul trouble and uh, he lost some man, lost ten minutes with foul trouble. So yeah, like even with Shea back, and he had additional foul trouble and yeah. So we'll still take it. We'll still take the winning day. Uh, unfortunately, uh, if, if you watched it, this is a career case. But if you watched it live, unfortunately, um, you wouldn't have known about the injury. There's nothing we can really do about it. We can only go off with what the information that we have. So um, it sucks with the Shea one, but uh, we've had success this season. We had success with the day overall. So let's go into the official picks of today's show. Um, a little bit of a weird one here. Our first official play is off the board right now as a result of an injury report that has come out. But we will give you the second and third official play. And hopefully as we go through the show today, we can actually get that first play out to you guys as well. But uh, an injury report came out. Uh, it's in the Raptors game. The injury report involved Precious Achua. So I don't think that's going to change the line significantly. So hopefully we're still fine. But let's give you guys the plays that we do have ready to go, ready to lock in. First of all, 
Uh, just checked on both of these. We're ready to lock them in. Heat at Pistons. Jimmy Butler, 20-plus points. And the game total under 227.5, which is minus 120 at DraftKings. And the second play is on FanDuel, where we're going to get the Thunder and the Warriors game. Your Draymond Green, 6-plus assists. Curry, 4-plus threes. And 25-plus points also for Curry, which is minus 102 at FanDuel. So those are two official plays we have right now. Hopefully, you guys stick around. We'll give out the third one uh, as long as it does come back on the board while we are still live here. But uh, while we have these two, let's first of all go to the Miami game. Why do you like Butler here and uh, the game total? You said you've had a lot of success with them. Take us through it. Yeah, so I watched the last couple of Pistons games and everyone that is drive heavy to the, the rim is just getting there. They are unable to stop the drives. They don't have any good defensive players out there. Wiseman and Wiseman does, doesn't protect the rim as 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 he should, as he's supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bagley is even worse. So just very good matchup for Butler. They are fouling a ton. Everyone is getting every driving player is getting 10, 10 plus free throws against them. So I just expect like easy game for Butler. Five, six, seven field goals with twelve plus free throws. And just covering this, they're they're battling for battling for for the seeding. This team is not uh, spread is thirteen point five, but I don't think that will be as as easy, because yeah, Mahit lost three out of the last four, barely won the last one. I just don't think that's the game where can, where Butler can just okay I'll take seat back and let everyone else because they are not. If he doesn't produce, they're not winning it easy. They played uh, two weeks ago. Butler had 26, 26 points. And yeah, same thing. 11 free throws, 8 from 11 from the field. Game stayed well, well under while teams shot above average, way above average. So he had uh, 125 offensive rating in that game. Pistons, terrible Pistons team had 112, way above their average both teams, and still don't even get close to covering because the pace the pace in the game was 89. That's oh. yeah. Wow. And that's because and now pace, have, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, and Miami Heat now finally giving up on starting Kevin Love. So their defense should be better. And with better defense against this very poor Pistons team, I, I I just don't see the way Pistons can break 100 points. But if they do, I don't see either Miami Heat scoring over the first 120. So this should be an, an easy under game. I expect it to be like 117.998 for for Miami. So, but they will break them like in the fourth quarter when Miami defense just goes to another level. So, yeah, that's what I'm expecting for this game. Bema Debar should be back. And they should be, this should be a game for Jimmy to easily, easily score. I just don't, like, if Butler just be, last game he scored 36 against the, the Dallas Mavericks. If he's just get usage to, like, an average, season average, he should be able to clear this line in three quarters without much problems. Yeah, you just touched on the Dallas Mavericks. I mean, we I think we talk about them again. If <laughs> we've just talked about them so much recently, but it, it appears as though maybe Doncic and Kyrie could be getting shut down for the season. So, 
that's pretty crazy. Butler is somebody who is looking for some all NBA considerations. That will be our discussion piece a little bit later on where you talk about all NBA forward positions. It's going to be tough. Yeah. But before that, uh, let's go into the uh, third official play here. So we've given out uh, just one so far. This would be the second one that is given out here, but it is in the Thunder and Warriors game. As I said earlier on, it is Draymond Green, six plus assists. It is Curry on the four plus threes and also 25 plus points, which is minus 102 at FanDuel. Uh, hopefully our first official play comes back. Still not up as of yet. But what do you yeah. like about Draymond and Steph for this matchup against the Thunder? I expect Draymond to start at five because they need to play small against the Thunders. There is actually no reason to to start uh, Kevin Looney in this game at all. So they played uh, them twice, three times this year. One game, Draymond had 12 assists. Next game, it was a huge blowout and he had four in 27 minutes. Next game, again, 11 assists. Last Seven games for for Draymond. Seven, eight, ten, five against the Wolves. 13, 11, and seven. So I expect just high-paced game. Just targeting Clay Thompson and when uh, Steph Curry. A lot of dribble hands off. A lot of transition. Like when he get the rebound, transition pass. He should be like this is very correlated bet, and I expect half the threes from Steph Curry. The, uh, sorry, if I could interrupt one second here. Uh, the play is back up on the board, so great timing here. Uh, let's make sure you guys get this play in before Pips can finish off, talk about the Warriors game. But uh, the third play involves my Raptors. They're playing the Hornets today. And we have former Raptors, Simi Hailuk, on 12-plus points. And we're going to pair that with Pascal Siakam over 21.5 points. Uh, last time these teams played, these teams played a couple of days ago. Simi Hailuk had 26 points. Siakam, I believe he had... 36 for this game. So, uh, Simi Hogg's been dialed in from three lately. So, Pip's going with this one here. Uh, let's take you back to the third play, though, as you guys can lock that one in. So, we're going to go two, three, one. We're going back to the third play here. And, Pips, you can continue on with what you had for the Warriors Thunder here. Yeah, and the Steph Curry, like, this is the point of the season when I expect Curry to score 30 points every, every night. So, last game against the Denver Nuggets. Probably the worst game of the season for, for Steph. As he shot eight from 28 and two for 14 from three. Like, I, I don't remember last time we saw Kerry, Steph Curry shooting two from 14 from three. Like, I think, don't think it happened this season. And I can't actually remember last time we saw anything close to it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Two for 14. And yeah, two games before that, he had eight for, eight for 15, seven of 11. So it's not like he's crazy in some slump. He just had a poor game. That's it. They lost to Denver Nuggets without Jokic. Such a terrible, terrible game. And yeah, I, I'm pretty confident if Steph Curry is shooting 12 or more threes, he should be able to easily cover this. And 
there are rare there are rare games when he gets 25 more points without scoring four threes. And two games he played against Thunders this season, he scored 10 threes on 16 attempts and eight threes on 14 attempts. So I'm pretty confident that he should be able to get his looks and he should be able to score four or more threes and cover this line. Yeah, Dort is great defensive player, but I don't think he can go through like three straight screens in just running for be behind Steph Curry. And we saw that like in two games, eight and ten threes. So eight and ten threes against the Thunder. He scored 40 points in the last one and 38 points in the game previous. So I just think this should be slam dog spot for, for Steph Curry. And for us, also, Damon Green, if starts at the five, they are playing through him everything. So he should be able to get this also. Okay, so hope you guys are following along, Okay, That was our third official play. We, we've done the explanation for two and three. Let's go back to official play number one now, which is back on the board, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, for Sumi Hiluk, 12-plus points, starting for the Hornets in their bid to lose as many games as possible and Siakam over 21 and a half points for minus 110 at DraftKings. Take us away here. So the reason I'm betting this is actually, I actually mentioned it. Uh, last game, it was like no chance at stopping Siakam. He just mm-hmm. annihilated this line. He shot 16 for 24. Like that's absurd, and he only yeah. gets blind two times. Like that, but that's not happening tonight. He will get more free throws, so he scored thirty six without with only two free throws. And now probably even better matchup because Mark Williams will probably be out, and Mark Williams is good rim protector and good defensive player and very long. I think he gets the, the biggest wingspan in the Hornets history which is one interesting <laughs> fact. So, yeah. So, he's he they rotated him. Uh, he plays one game, then start of the bench next game, and then play third game out. That should be the game that he's out. So, she, he, he should sit out this game. And Siakam should just get easily, easily to the, to the rim. No one to really defend him, as we saw in the first game. 36 points, huge usage. Yeah. Sprint Athlete had 20 assists. He was feeding everyone. And I hope we get something similar tonight. And on the other side, Svi, my high look. 17 items in the last game. 5 from 9 from 3. So he only scored 15 points only by 3s. Yeah. He was he had the highest usage on the entire team. And it's not like some good team. Like it's Theo Maledon, JT Thor, Svi, Hailuk, Bryce McGovens. Mark Williams now out probably, so we'll get Nick Richards, Kai Jones, James Bognight, and that's it. So, yeah, like they're he's playing been played a lot. Great. He's gonna be playing a lot. So he'll play 35 minutes, and he's shooting great. I know we, we actually talk about him on the on the on the show like two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, he had, he had like bad uh, bad. Uh, bad membering of him playing with the Raptors. And I was like, yeah, but he's a good shooter. And now suddenly he's just making everything. Like yeah. he's... Uh, 40, yeah. 45.6% from three this season. Yeah. 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 He, he he can shoot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the thing throughout this entire career so far. 
Hey, that's why he's still in the league. He can hit, yeah, he can hit his uh, threes. He can shoot. But yeah, when he was at the Raptors, he couldn't make anything. With the Raptors, he shot 30.6% from three. Yeah, and, and that's, uh, his, that's his worst season. That's his yeah. worst season. Every other season, he shot at least. So, yeah. Like 33 to sometimes like up to 40. But usually like yeah. usually like mid-30s. Yeah, but he, he his movement of the ball was always great. Yeah. His shot motion and form was great. So it was weird to see him just shooting 30%, 30 low, 30. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's finally getting. I don't expect this to like maintain. But I think he can be like 38% shooter in the future. And probably some improvement still. He, he works on his game. So, yeah. Uh, with Raptors allowing so much threes of the corners and of the screens. And overhelp him on the nail. Good thing Dennis Smith Jr. is probably back tonight. So he will drive and kick out as he is not a huge scorer. And but he can get to the rim. So probably even more like help on the nail and opens up the game for Svi. But no matter what, he should get 15 field goal attempts tonight. And when he's getting 15 field goals, I'm pretty confident that he can make 12 to score 12 points i think i think the expected number uh, for him when he shot 15 times is like 18 points on his efficiency so 12 should be pretty comfortable with huge minutes yeah i don't know if you i, I mean it was a big spread i don't know if you watched the game but mihailuk yeah. also was hitting some step back some like crazy contested threes as well it wasn't just like he was wide open so yeah. yeah, that's that's as a Raptors fan, that's but, like, come on, man, you couldn't you couldn't hit anything, you couldn't hit your open yeah. ones. Uh, but had. that's the thing, like, he needs to shoot, like <laughs> he, like someone needs to shoot. I don't see, like, when you have five seconds on the shot clock and you didn't create anything, it will go for speed. Like, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah, this like, this is a yeah. this is a tough, this is a not a good Charlotte team. Uh, I don't want to so, look. Raptors need to win today. I don't want to jinx anything. Yeah, Theo yeah, Maladin yeah. starts, and uh, like he's, I think he is the like I'm not even high, exaggerating. I I believe he is statistically the worst player in the paint in the NBA in scoring wise. He shoots like forty percent in the paint. Um, Bryce McGowan's like a second round pick, inefficient kind of microwave score in college. Yeah, this this it's just not it's just Fimi Hailuk starting so. I don't know what else. Yeah. I'm actually okay with with Bryce McGowan's, but I'm not a fan of you of 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 Theo Maladon. Of yeah, course. Uh, yeah. My, my myself included. Uh, speaking of big spreads, I'm gonna throw this in. I didn't have this in the agenda, but I'm gonna throw this one in. Uh, Want to talk about quickly the Minnesota Timberwolves lost to the Portland Trailblazers. This is uh, according to at Worldwide Wob on Twitter the largest against the spread defeat. Since we have developed reliable against the spread uh, against the spread numbers, which is in 1995. So, uh, <laughs> dating back to 1995, we can guarantee that the 19 and a half point underdog Trailblazers is the biggest upset in NBA uh, since that point. However, it is likely it is a long time before 95 in which this happened. We just don't have the data to measure yeah. that. I did not watch this game as a Timberwolves to make the playoffs ticket holder. I was livid seeing this tweet. Uh, I don't know if you watched. I, I'm just, yeah, do you have any intel as to what happened here? Yeah, I actually watched the entire game. 
Wow. And we have Sean Glenn, Wolves Nation in chat, and <laughs> he doesn't want to talk about it. I'm sorry, man. I, I got I to gotta do you like this. 19 and a half point favorites. Uh, okay. Yeah. What, what happened here? What happened here? Uh, I would just say, like, poor effort from the Wolves. They just under, underestimated their opponents. And their, uh, like, offense was mind-blowingly poor. They had Anthony Edwards cooking, and he was amazing. But every other possession, they would go to pick and roll with Gobert, and then Gobert will go inside, and he will try to post up, and they will try for 15 seconds to throw him the entry pass, and he will get double team, and they will just give up, and they then realize there is four seconds on the shot clock. And they will just shoot the brick. Like, I don't know what's going on with Gobert, but he asked for post-up like 30 times in the entire in the game. And, of course, like, even when you, him, when you make the pass to him, the entry pass, and he's terrible at catching the ball as a post-up player, it's very difficult to pass to him. And even when he, when he gets it, like, five feet from the rim, what's he's going to do? Like, he, he can't do anything. Like, he'll get double team and he can make the outside pass. So, like, Rudy Gobert just did very, like, they, he did, he, he devastated their offense. Like, completely ruined their, his, their offense. And they didn't lose because they allowed, how many points? They allowed 107. You can score 105. 105 points against this G League team that doesn't have any good defensive play. Yeah, I, I'm actually in awe looking at this Portland box score here. Portland started Shaden Sharp, Skylar Mays, Trendon Watford, Matisse Thibel, and Drew Eubanks. Only, other than Thibel, this team cannot play defense. Like on the bench, you know, it's that time of year where Shaq Harrison actually plays NBA games. Kevin Knox had 19 points. Jabari Walker, he didn't play well, but Jabari Walker actually got a, a decent prospect in my eyes. But where where this one seemed to really go wrong was Minnesota took 14 less shots. They took 79 field goal attempts. They got out-rebounded on the offensive glass, which is crazy for a team that has Rudy Gobert. Uh, they turned the ball over 18 times, only forced 10 turnovers from this inexperienced Portland team. Wow, what a... Absolute disaster. Yeah, 18 turnovers. And I'll say this was one of the worst games of Carl Anthony Towns in his career, probably. Three field goal attempts in in 25 minutes, fouling, almost fouling out against these Portland Trailblazers. Why the heck do you need to go into foul troubles against this team? And also, we need to just give credit to Shaden Sharp. Like, this guy is amazing. For sure. Yeah. 27 yeah, points, he, 9 he, and 19. Unbelievable player. Like, yeah. he's still 19. Like, that's absurd. He's still 19. He's, like, very efficient in his first rookie season. And he has, like, last last, last six games. 24, 24, 29, 12, blowout, 30, 27, 27. So 24 or more points in six out of the last seven games. And while shooting... 48% from the field, 37% from the three. And he, yeah, that's that's absurd for, for a 19 years old rookie that can be the best, probably most athletic guys, can shoot 
threes, can get mid-range, can get to the rim, and can dunk on everyone's face. Like, mm-hmm. unbelievable player. Yeah. Like, very, uh, very, very underrated. So let's move into the piece we wanted to discuss here. It's about the all-NBA forwards. Let me, let me give you the catalog of forwards who could make all-NBA of the six available spots here. So if you're listening in audio, bear with me for a second here. But the forwards that could make, in my eyes at least, an all-NBA spot this season are Giannis, Tatum, Butler, Randall, Siakam, Braun, Kawhi, Paul George, Markinen, KD. Those are of the forwards who are only eligible for forward. And then for the players who are also eligible. So the new ruling, is it for this season or the next season? Uh, minimum I, 65 games i believe it's uh for next season so uh wow. there's a few, there's a bunch of players in here who have not hit 65 yet I, i'll just double check that uh but yeah players yeah who... I, i i think almost everyone he, like 70 of this player didn't hit uh that threshold y- yes uh you're, i think you're right on, on but further more players who can make it but are uh, eligible for multiple positions the next three are forward slash center which are anthony davis bam and jaron jackson Uh, and yeah. the other player who can make forward but is also eligible at guard is Jalen Brown. So uh, let's throw it over to you, Pips. Pick six players to make the six forward spots of this list. I think I can make it easy and say Giannis and Tatum are locked in first team forwards, but uh, let me know who you have on your as your six. Butler, Jimmy Butler and uh, Julius Randle are probably two locks too. Agreed. Julius Randle, like if you take a look, he's 25-10-4 efficient. So I just checked the efficiency. Yeah, he's efficient, 58% uh, through shooting. So we have first four are locks. Yes, uh, and I just me. confirmed the CBA kicks in next season, so you do not have to hit the certain threshold of games for the All-NBA this year. Yeah, so then we have – so I would say first four on that list are the locks. And then we can <laughs> – it will be very difficult for, for the next two spots to decide. Yeah, so I'll, I'll give you the games they I, – I, if I remember correctly, roughly Kevin Durant's played about 45 to, 45 yeah, to 50. I, I don't think anyone below 55 should be considered. For, for Agreed. Uh, Kawhi is around 50. LeBron is also around 50. Um Other than that, like Jaron Jackson has struggled to to get games as well, but I think he's he's probably mid fifties at this point. But yeah, KD, Kawhi, and LeBron, I think, are guys that I would immediately rule out for for uh, Jaron Jackson is at sixty. Okay, so he's played plenty. Yeah, okay. uh, and I'll probably go with him uh, at the second team. Uh, yeah, I, I will go Jaron Jackson, uh, defensive player of the year, being very efficient, scoring 20 points. No, a game. I mean, not 20 points. He's at 18, seven and one. But I think 18, seven and one, while being the the best defender in the league, makes you a starter uh, as at least third team uh, all defense, all NBA. Mm-hmm. I think Jaden Jackson Jr. should be. And how many games AD played? Like 52. That he will he will have enough until the end. I think he'll have 55. So he will be like close consideration. But this season, the entire season, he played at 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 at, at, at the five. So I, I don't think giving him multi this season 
should be a good choice. I don't think people will put well, you could him put in him at league. like you put him at center. Yeah. Like obviously Jokic and Embiid are all NBA, but you yeah. could put AD as your all NBA third team center. Yeah. That's that, or that's Jaren true. Jackson. Yeah, I think Jaren Jackson is playing at the four entire season almost. They just went a couple of games with him like fell to 15 minutes at the yeah, five. Yeah, this is this is actually uh, uh as best to my knowledge, confirmed, like this is the eligibility. This is not like my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I, 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 I know. Like I'm okay, just okay. saying. I think people will make into account when they are voting. Yeah, uh, yeah. That yeah, Anthony Davis won't get many power forwards. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's difficult to to decide for the sixth wing because I don't think any of these. But like maybe to go with Lowry Markkanen. I, but that'd be mine. Sure. That, that's my sixth yeah. guy. Yeah, I think that could be a thing. I don't think Damon Green makes it this year at all. Like, he's not on the list, but I always think of Damon Green because all the NBA, like, defensive player of the year always. I think he's probably the best defensive player in, in the year league. He's just not, his team just not good enough on defense to, I think he's yeah. the top three every season. Like Agreed. looking Agreed. game on great play defense is just uh, amazing. So just need, need to check one more player for these numbers. Yeah. And if we have Jaren Jackson Jr., I think Evan Mobley should get consideration here. All NBA considerations. Think, yeah, I, I like yeah, and he's not as good as Jaren Jackson, but if Jaren Jackson is our fifth, but at least mine. I think Evan Mobley is just slightly worse than, than, than I wouldn't him. put Evan Mobley above Markinen or I don't think I'd put I wouldn't put him over Siakam either, to be honest. Yeah. But uh Evan Mobley's defensive season, this is like absurd. Like oh for sure. I mean he could yeah. be a, a DPOY finalist this season. Yeah. He he is absurdly good on defense, and I mean like yeah, 16 points and nine rebounds, three assists, above average shooting. I think that's 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 great. Maybe not yet enough for the All NBA, but if he get 14, I think he will make it. But yeah, he's close. Getting close next season probably probably highly considered for this. If but next season we could see guys playing more games and maybe a bit less of uh, time. Like management of the injuries, and yeah, if if he had enough games for LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, KD, sure. it would be so easy, for so easy. But I think maybe to go with Jalen Brown at the forward because if I need to decide between Lowry Marker and Jalen Brown, I may go with Jalen Brown there. So would I. I. I forgot to mention that I would probably I, I'd have to do a little bit more research, but I'd probably have Jalen Brown as one of my guards. But Lowry, unbelievable season. Almost oh, sure. 50, 40, I mean, 90, he, Yeah, I'm actually He should okay. be MIP. He should be MIP. Yeah. I don't think there should be any yeah. debate. He went from a, like, fourth, fifth option role player to all-star, potentially all-NBA. Like, this is the MIP. No no doubt about it to me. Yeah. I, I also think uh, being available for two positions could just split your vo- uh, voting. And that's not great. I don't know like, how it works uh, if, like, you have to get... Like, if Jalen Brown got split 
with his voting because I feel like that's kind of a penalty to have multi positions. Then I, I feel like that uh, if, you get, if you get put as a forward, I imagine if you get a vote as a forward, it should it will also count towards his vote as as a guard, and it'll just be based on number of votes. So he has kind of two chances to get in in that no. in that. We should actually also consider who is the sixth best guard and then compare to Lowry Marker and see does Marker need to be sixth wing and Jalen Brown be sixth guard sixth guard. Okay, well because... who are who are the who are the locked in guards into into all NBA this season? Um I would say Shea Shea if he's play, I think he's played enough, but Shea should probably be all NBA. Lillard. Um, Damian Lillard. Damian, if he, I wonder if the record will hurt Dame at all. Uh, I don't Devin think Booker Dame NBA should be like about the record. My opinion, just yeah, it might hurt. I mean, Dame could get in. Booker, he's he'll end up playing. I think fifty-four I games. Think, I think Donovan Mitchell should be a look. Donovan Mitchell, I agree, he should be in there. Like you could make an argument, Drew Holiday could get in on third team. Um, yeah, Drew Holiday should make it because I am not a huge fan of his all-star appearance, but all-defense best guard in the league by far yeah. defensive. Yeah. So I think he should make it. Uh, you have yeah. uh, Doncic. Well, I mean Doncic will be in as a guard. Curry. I don't know. If Curry's played I, enough. I don't think Curry having uh, having enough games. I'll just check. Uh, James oh, Harden. Yeah, could get he, in. he'll get there. He will get there. Steph Curry will get there. He has fifty-three. So I think we could like lock in Curry, Doncic, uh, like Mitchell should be in there. Dame could be in there. Holiday could be in there. Harden, and another Shea. name, and Shea. That's six. And Shay. So yeah, you know what? Brown may sneak in over Markinen as well. This is, I I don't envy the people who have to to vote on these things. Uh, unfor- yeah. It's very, un- it's kind of unfortunate that these decisions factor into how much a guy gets paid, but it's difficult to. There's no perfect way to measure like what qualifies for a super max. I guess is the best way to do it because like, like Siakam this season, if he gets All NBA, uh, Siakam is eligible for a super max uh, extension. So um, yeah. it's in the hands of the voters. There, he might sneak in. I don't think he will, but uh, yeah, this. <laughs> I think we just kind of summed up how difficult all this is going to be. Yeah, and Darius Halliburton could still be included there. Twenty-one points and four rebounds. Ten and a half assist while being 450, 49 guy. Yeah, like he's another like, one that could yeah. get in. <laughs> it's so, so competitive this season. But I would probably I it's difficult. We are we are just talking about the guards because we don't know where to put Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Because yeah. he should make it, but it's difficult to decide either as a guard or as a wing. And yeah, that, that could actually hurt him too. Maybe uh, maybe later in the week we can come in with our all NBA teams. If we had votes, maybe uh, uh, one of the days this week we'll actually make our teams guard centers and forwards and pick our all all NBA all defense teams as well. That could be good for this week. Yeah. All right, we, we can uh, do yeah, a nice segment there, John Morant. I, I John Morant probably has enough. Oh man, that's another one who could get on. He's played enough games, I think. Um, I know he missed a bunch of games, obviously, for the... I'm not a fan of John Morant this season. I mean, numbers look great, but he, he took a step back for the last, from the last season. Uh, his efficiency... Ooh, I, I, it's yeah, tough he's to efficient. leave him off the list still. He's, 
He's going to have played more than enough games for, for yeah, our minds, at least. Why is Trae Young not here? Like, Trae Young has better numbers. So That's true. Trae Young, man, there's a lot of good players. Trae Young has better numbers, score, assists, and efficiency over John Moran. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, we'll, we'll pick a day to do that later this week. We'll come in with our all NBA teams. Maybe uh, Thursday we can do that because it's a smaller slate and uh, yeah. we'll discuss that. So Thursday, me and Pips will be going through our all NBA teams and we're actually going to have to make the decisions if we were to have votes. But uh, let's wrap up the show. I think we've gone on long enough for today. Let's recap the official picture, you guys, in uh, just a second here. want to remind you guys that we always track our plays on BetStamp, and BetStamp is the easiest way to improve as a sports better is by signing up over there because you're always making sure you're getting the best possible odds for your sports wagers. It compares odds across every sports books for games, futures, and player props, so you can save time and, and money also- by checking BetStamp before you bet. And also just saying this is the last season, last week of the regular season. So just for everyone to, to know. If you can, in case you didn't know. Um, but if you are looking to sign up to any of those sports books, please make sure to check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash board or hit the link that we have in the description. If you sign up through this page, any of those sports books, it does help the show. This is the last day of regular season action or last week. Uh, it will go all the way until Sunday. But the last show for regular season will be Friday. I imagine uh, we'll be here for Tuesday, Wednesday for the play-in games. Are you? Uh, are we good to do the show on those days as well? Yeah, I'm. I love playing games. That's... So, uh, play-in schedule is Tuesday uh, for the seven eights, Wednesday for the nine tens, and Friday for the second round of playing games. So, next week yeah. we'll have shows Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. This week we'll have shows all throughout the week. It is a holiday on Friday. Uh, actually, we'll. we'll we can discuss Friday. Um, do you have any anything? Are we going to be doing a show Friday? It's uh, we have a stat holiday for Easter on Friday. Yeah, we'll yeah, and just yeah, we're probably doing show. Why not? Okay, so we'll have shows all throughout the week, and we'll have shows next week. Uh, as always, follow us on Twitter at the Board HQ to stay up to date on all the show information. Uh, let's recap those picks for you guys right now. So, first of all, Raptors at Hornets. Mihailuk, 12 plus points. Siakam over 21 and a half for minus 110 at DraftKings. Second play, Butler, 20 plus points. And the game total alt line under 227.5 for minus 120 odds. And the third play, Thunders at Warriors. We have Draymond Green, six plus assists paired with Steph Curry, four plus threes and 25 plus points for minus 102 odds at FanDuel. If you guys want more free picks, check out our baseball channel, Call to the Pen HQ. They're live right now for a show just like this to give out MLB and baseball free picks. So go ahead over there after the show today. But as always, like this stream if you enjoyed, got any value, check out the video I did yesterday about how many bets you should be making in a day as a typical better. And also subscribe to the channel for more content like this. As I said, we're going through the rest of the regular season. We're going into the play-in and the playoffs for more NBA free picks from Pick and Roll. Thanks again, everybody. We will see you tomorrow. Thank you.